G'day, everyone, and welcome to the crossover week three. The man's back. Welcome back, SC underscore Matrix. Bow, bow, bow. It's about that time. How is Fiji this time of year? I hear it's very Fijian. Yeah, yeah. Look, Buller. Um, look, <laughs> the the beers were cheap, and um, yeah, it was a good seven days. So um, Mate, the internet was absolutely. awful. So I got to watch a bit of NBA, but yeah, not not too much. So. Well, then let's talk about the week that was and get everyone sorted for the week that is to be. This is the crossover. This is our weekly prep show. Let's get down to business. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. And we can't go out. You Look, you just cracked a can open right then from our mates, the standard squeeze. Hold up that beautiful blue thing. The mini, look at that. Yeah, it's the no, that's, kind a, of that's, foreign that's one. a new blue foreign one. They've got some new colors. They've got pink and blue. Um, yeah, loving it actually. Yeah, make sure you jump online and check out them out, standardsqueeze.com.au. It's a family owned business. Ash and the team down there doing great stuff. Put your stuff in that one. I've just got this wonderful, beautiful interior design glass. So it's not as good as a foreign one or any of their products, especially when you go out camping and you get the pre mixed cocktail. Use promo code INSIGHT15 to get absolutely everything you need from those blokes there. Maddie, I guess we need to do a bit of a rewind, mate. How was basketball for you today? Did you love being back and watching it? Yeah, yeah. I was back. I, um, I've i been back. I watched the Grizzlies game yesterday and got to sit down and watch a fair bit of it. Um, got to watch some Australian basketball in the afternoon as well. So it was just just a ripper day. I don't know why that Sun Sixers game was on so early, but um, yeah, and it, there was good days all around. There was a couple of, couple of games that went down to the wire. So Absolutely. Let's get down to them in Rewind. Yeah, first game of the day, as you said, Maddie, it was our way too early game. Jeez, it was bloody early, wasn't it? It was too early for me to be up anyway, and I think I was up at six. So. Yeah, it was it was well too early, but obviously here the big winners of the day were the Philadelphia 76ers with the big news that after playing a game, he didn't play. Devin Booker, again, sitting on the sidelines from this one, but one of the hot men, one of the hottest boys in town right now, Kelly Oubre, Tsunami Papi. How's that effort today? Yeah, he looks good. He doesn't offer too much in counting stats, to be honest. Yep. Uh, but he's yep. just gets some runs on the board. Um, obviously, Harden hasn't been there this year, won't be there this year. Um, but, yep. yeah, look, he took as many shots as Maxi and Embiid. So uh, the shots are there yep. for him, aren't they? Yeah, they absolutely are. And I think that was everyone's concern last year about him from Charlotte not getting the same amount of looks in a new system or whatever. He ends up in this one. And look, the dice have rolled for him. The Suns, two and four, but they haven't been healthy yet. I, I said Booker out again. Beal hasn't played yet this season. What are you liking what you've seen so far in Phoenix, like from their two and four run? Look, I like that Kevin Durant gets all the shots in the world, seems to still get rebounds. I love watching Devin Booker play when he has played. Yep. He just hasn't yep. hasn't been healthy. Um, I've got some stocks in him. Uh, just be patient, Devin Booker owners. And look, when he has played, he has looked tremendous. I love Booker. I am, current, I am currently working out a trade to try and get Devin Booker in one of my yeah. leagues because – I love Book. I'm a big Book fan. I think he's got a good upside this year. Like for me, he was one of these fringy first rounders. He's a good buy low candidate. Absolutely, guy who I'm high on, and he didn't make it. Matty, we're introducing a new segment where we do our our fave five of the week. Can I just say my little engine that could for the year, and I've been tooting this train for a long time. Drew Eubanks in 20 minutes today, perfect from the free throw line, two from four, five rebounds, four assists, a steal, and a block, ten points. I just Again, if Nurkic ever goes down, I cannot tell you, you need to crawl over your grandmother or steal candy from a baby and put Drew Eubanks on your team straight away. Yeah. No, he's been, he's a fantastic backup. So, yeah, you actually, I think you went as far as saying he was probably one of the best backup centers in the NBA in the preseason. You said he's one of the better backups. Yeah. And he was when he was over in Portland as well. It's just nobody watched Portland games. So good to see him getting a bit of airtime at the moment. So, Absolutely. And then basically, look, the 76ers take away from it. Also, a great kind of bounce back game from Tyrese Maxey today, to be fair. Not so crash hot last time, but against a depleted a depleted Phoenix Suns, he put up big numbers, 22, 10, and the five rebounds, and also got a block in there. So Sixers take it, 112 to 110. On to our next game of the day, Matty, the Atlanta Hawks getting the big win 
over the New Orleans Pelicans, 123-105. It was for Braino. It was our boy Braino's birthday today, and he got the dub. Yeah, he was um he was pretty happy. I know he had a couple uh what you would call parlays in America on uh on the boys. Um but look, Jalen Johnson starting. That was exciting for me. Um 21 11 yep. and 4. Um probably should have been to start the year, but I suppose they're just blooded him through. Yeah, and look, I think what they've got right now is they're kind of spoiled for riches in Atlanta. Like they're spoiled for riches. Like you've got a Kongwu coming off. Look at look at it again. I benched him today because I just I don't didn't know the minutes. I just wanted to make sure that I got some extra rebounds in one league, and my center there was giving them to me. But in twenty minutes of Kongwu, seventeen points, the two threes are nice. The seven from eight free throws, I love the rebounds, the steals, and the blocks. If someone is of a lesser inclined, he might be a pick him up for a starter buy with Capella out. I. Don't know, Maddie. Like, but then again, could you could you swing it in your league? Could you give it a crack? Give it a crack at least. Yeah, you can give it a crack. Yeah, yeah, you could give it a crack. I think this. I think it's one of those guys that you want to. But the but the guy that keeps on crashing out, DeAndre Hunter. He had a hot week, but this is probably more in line with what DeAndre Hunter is. Only three shots in thirty minutes, five rebounds, an assist, and a block. But still. The guards, the backcourt's coalescing in Atlanta, and it's looking good. Yeah. I don't think DeAndre Hunter's a bad player. I think that he's just, that's what he is, a complimentary piece, which will not be good for fantasy. Um, yeah. Look, you go and move him to the bench, and he doesn't become one of those guys that goes and gets 15 shots up. Sadiq Bay does. I actually really yeah. like the balance of the team today, the way that Sadiq went yeah. 26 minutes off the bench, went and got all his shots up with Bogey on the, um, in the second yeah. unit. And, yeah, Johnson and Hunter were better complementary pieces to let Trey take 15 shots and DeJounte take 20. Yeah, and, look, this was a, an impressive win as well because we can't, like, this was against a full-strength New Orleans Pelicans team. Zion was out there. Brandon's out there. And look, Zion, if you took him like I did, Matty, I know you took him in a league. We got him in a bargain basement price for what he's been returning this season. Yeah, look, You're and I really happy. like it. I, yeah, you do. Um, I would like a few more rebounds and, and a couple more counting stats there from Zion, but definitely great for where he got drafted. I just think for him to be that sort of top 30 guy, yeah, he's got to get a bit more involved in in the rebounding and the assists. So. Yeah, and you want to see the steals and the blocks come up for him a little bit there because, you know, this was a guy who had an excellent statistical profile for block shots in college, and it hasn't always translated. But the one guy that I'm really liking today, it looked down performance for Valanchunas, who was around on some waiver wires, but Herb Jones continues to be a bit of a waiver wire favorite right now for me. Look, 13 points today, but it's all the counting stats, the three steals, the, the block shot. He is very much taking the role of Trey Murphy the third right now. If you're wondering what Trey Murphy's role is going to be when he returns, just look at Herb Jones' stats, then copy and paste the name, you know, Murphy3.t, because, because that's pretty much what it's going to look like, I reckon, when they, he comes back. Again, like talking about complimentary pieces, there's a lot of big dogs in this team. Like you've got your CJs, yep. you've got Zion, the future. You've got Brandon Ingram, who's been a, a really good basketball player for, for now, probably, what, four years? Um, yep. Yeah, look, he, you're going to need somebody that doesn't take too much away from those guys. And yeah, your herbs and your trays do fit in there. Um, yeah, good for waiver wire pickups, but I wouldn't go trading for them, so. Yeah, absolutely not. If you can stream him in, absolutely get it. The uh, the Hawks continuing to impress with a four and two start, one twenty three to one hundred five. All right, the next one up on the docket is the Orlando Magic getting a win, getting a bit of a revenge game over the Los Angeles Lakers, who are three and three. The Magic though, rolling four and two for the young bucks, matey. Yeah, that looked good to start the year. Like, yep. who would expect? Franz Wagner to take 28 shots in too many games, not me. But um, look, he scored on 40% and went and scored, went and got 26 points. Paolo was great. He's been great all week, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. He's, he's really hit his stride the last couple of games, Paolo. Like there was a few little, there was a probably, there was probably a small couple of days in the early season panic. I love, oh fuck, I love panic season when everyone is just like every shit, every, like just people are falling, the hot takes are flying left, right, and center. And then you are like, you just thinking, 
for every pick that you've made on draft day. And Paolo Bancaro wasn't that great. So someone being like, oh, shit, oh, God, I've got to fucked up. And no, you didn't. He's he's come around. Uh, the 10 assists from him especially were really nice, almost a triple-double. You'd love to see it. But the two big notes today that I've really got to take away from this young Magic team is everyone was super high on. We, we forgot about Golga. We, for, we forgot about Goga Badadze because everyone jumped on Mo Wagner quicker quicker than anything else, mate. But didn't he didn't he stand in very well today? As somebody that's had him in his team quite regularly over the last couple of years, I sort of yeah. haven't mind him in spot starts in Indy. Yeah. Um, he's always been this good. Uh, but the five blocks, the ten rebounds, I tell you what, um, he could Huge be the way double double. I pick up. Yeah. He could be the waiver wire pickup, and he still is available. We'll do this later on in our waiver targets and and have a look at what's available and what percentage they're owned in leagues. But he was an absolute ripper today. The big thing for me was Anthony Black. Now, I've loved Anthony Black since the preseason. I was really happy that he got a start today, especially with Markel Fultert. Just watch out for this guy because we're going to talk about the schedule coming ahead this week um, in our next show. So make sure you check out the chase down for that one right there. But what I want to say is this. Anthony Black in 30 minutes only took six shots, but he got the four rebounds, the two assists, and the steal. But they kept him out there. But they wanted the young guy to have a role instead of Cole Anthony. That was surprising. Yeah, look, it was surprising for me as well, but I suppose they blood him through. Obviously, things were going well. So, you know, why change what works as he comes out there? I do think Cole Anthony is, I suppose, that leader of that second unit uh, still. But Anthony Black might drop off as soon as Mark Fultz comes back. I think Cole Anthony, this is what you'll get from him. Um, And I think anytime Anthony Black struggles, Cole Anthony will get a bump in minutes. But how long until Fultz is back? Look, unsure. It was a bit of knee soreness. And also our old mate Gary Harris is injured as well. So they've kind of bumped Black up. So don't go chasing him thinking he's going to be an absolute stud. You've just got to follow that. It's got to be like on the day of. Just check your magic news, check your waiver wires and see what's happening with Fulton Harris. And Anthony Black, if you need a guard, could be a nice little stream option. But the magic getting a nice little revenge game against the Lakers. Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. um, out for at least three weeks with that fractured middle finger as well. So Goga standing in very well. And Mo Wagner, not getting this, but still doing the Mo Wagner things off the bench, continues to be a reliable stream option. But yeah, Magic get the win. Okay, mark that one. Uh, next up is the Pacers. We're not going to talk about the Lakers. Oh, I just thought we'd fasten it up a little bit. Yeah, cool. That's cool. Yeah, just to just get it moving on to the to the big one. But here we go. Uh, Hornets and. Yeah, just because otherwise we end up. It's otherwise we end up going like, and you were actually lagging a little bit then as well. Like I can see your okay, frame. Yeah, so I'm a little bit like, let's just get through it in case your storms go sideways. All right. Yep. Maddie, the Hornets today. What a win! One twenty-five, one twenty-four over the Pacers. Yeah. Look, I actually really enjoyed watching this one. I actually really yeah. like watching the Hornets play. Yeah. They're young. They're um. Yep. They've got a bit of a veteran presence out there as well with Gordon Hayward, who was great. I think he had about twenty at halftime. Didn't finish on much yep. more by the end of that. But um, was this Mark Williams' breakout game? I know you're a big fan of Mark Williams. I am. I, I am. I am. And this is the thing. I when I'm a fan of a guy, I try not to draft them because everybody knows that I like them, and so everyone's going to try and take them. And this was the pain in the ass about calling guys out in the preseason for me. Like, I like, oh, yeah, I like Mark Williams. I just want to make sure in the preseason, although I was skeptical of the minute split they were going to run with Nick Richards. That's all I wanted to see. And then I, the, the pathway was laid for Mark. And then the only league that I went to draft him in and someone who was newer to fantasy than most just needed a center and took them the pick before me in one of them, and I cried. But this was a career high in points for him today, 27. Look, the thing is this. Him and Nick Richards, the minute split thing here is working out well. If you need a streamer for rebounds right now, Nick Richards is gonna is coming on really well. Mark Locke, huge game for him. Blocks, Locke, look, he's getting Nick two blocks. Look, blocks, yeah. Two a couple and a half blocks a game. He is like, yeah. he's been like top five in blocks and he's playing 17 minutes yeah. a night, Nick Richards. 
mate, look, they're splitting the minutes. Basically, I haven't seen, I can't remember how many of his top was, but I ended up looking at it. The per 36 is through the freaking roof. But Mark Williams is playing well. The whole team is playing well. Terry Rogier, a bit of an injury concern right now. So we need an update on that one. Miles Bridges, this is where you take him now. This is now where you have to take Miles Bridges, Maddie. I know you've got him stashed in one league. I picked him up in one. I know Brando's picked him up in another. Three leagues. Now, this is the thing. He was the guy you wanted to pick up. You stashed him in an IR spot in one. I've taken him, and I'm just benching him in one league. And I am currently got a bench that is absolutely depleted on injuries. I've got Ja Morant, who I am just – it's a bench spot. I have to, I have to live with it. But now you're one week out because of the Hornets' back-to-back schedule Saturday and Sunday. This four, there's one week until Miles Bridges comes back. What happens to this team then, Maddie? Look, I think um, Gordon Hayward will take a step back. Hey, maybe PJ Washington will make a step back. I don't expect Brandon Miller to play 33 minutes a night. Look, Miles Bridges might not play 30 minutes on the first night he comes out. I'm not sure that's sending the right message. But I think he's yep. going to play 15 one night, 17 the next night, 20 the next night, and then they'll just work yep. his way into 30 minutes a night. And he ease him back into match fitness. Ease him yeah. back to match fitness will be like the standard line instead of like we don't want to look like a shitty organization that's letting someone with a like a DVA guy just just walk back yep. in and just take over the team. Like we're just we're not about that. But now we need him. And if there's, God forbid, if there's an injury that takes place, they'll rush him in absolutely quickly. I want to talk about today the improving minutes for Obi Toppin. I like what I saw there. No peripherals. It's moving in the drop schedule. Uh, Bruce Brown, look dependable. Bruce. Not dependable today when you need him to take more shots than that. Naismith today wasn't effective. Buddy Heald, though, was an absolute smoke show. I want to talk about Tyrese Halliburton fumbling the bag in the last minute of that game. This is a loss that he can personally wear and know that it was his fault. And I don't say that about people in basketball, but there were two massive stuff-ups in the end of that game that were all Tyrese. Yeah. Look, he's... Look, he's not very old. He's just a kid. I think he will wear this one pretty he will. pretty hard at the moment. But, yeah. um, look, he is an absolute star. He's leading the league oh. in, in assists and everything at the moment. And, yeah. uh, and look, the, the 43 fantasy, points is impressive. He's a top 10 guy. Yeah, 100%. Look, perfect from the line. Like 12, 12 assists again today. A nice block shot. Two rebounds. The 43 points, though, is amazing. The eight threes, that one that he drilled – from near midcourt was just like, I'm going to do this. Like he has put the team on his back the last two games. He had that fire up with a fan the other day who was like, yeah, talk, talk shit now. So I'm loving that attitude. I'm from Taris, but mate, the young buck is going to have to take it on the chin for this one. Uh, because yeah, that was a tough loss, like throwing it at miles's feet and then doing the ISO for far too long and the fumble and the dribble. It was shame. Cause I, I wanted the paces to take this W because they played so well down the stretch. They kind of deserved it. It was a back-and-forth battle. Yeah. No, it was a good game. It was entertaining. Look, probably two teams I don't expect to make a lot of noise. So I was just looking yeah. from a fantasy standpoint. And, yeah, Tyrese is something else. I'm I'm expecting the Pacers to make some noise come playoff time. They're definitely a play-in team for me this year. Oh, I just, They're definitely they're a play-in team. Noise. No, I think they might. I, I have this thing. Well, look, it, it all depends what happens with the heel trade. I just I want to see what happens with that Buddy Hill trade if and when he goes, because I think that these guys are stacked right across. I've, I just love what they're doing with their youth and their complementary pieces. I definitely think if they move McConnell and Heald, they could get a really nice complementary piece back in this team and actually make a, a good run and, and make a couple more teams in there. He's scared. Yeah, it, it could happen. There's a world where it does happen. I don't think so, though. Yeah. No. Fair enough. Hey, look, they end up losing, though, at the end of the day. 125 to the Hornets, 124 the Pacers. And Minnesota have come good in the next game. Um, absolutely ripped apart the Jazz. Don't think that the Jazz are fantastic because they've beat a very ordinary Grizzlies team. And this is coming from a Grizzlies <laughs> fan. Um, but, <laughs> look, what, what I did enjoy watching was Laurie Markkinen, uh Johnny Collins, uh, from the Jazz, there's not too much to take away from them except Taylor Horton Tucker should probably be rostered with how many minutes he's playing. Uh, Jordan Clarkson was pretty ordinary in this game as well. 
Yeah, no, look, they they didn't do too well on this one, to be fair. Like they've had a they've had a pretty hectic schedule the last few days, the Jazz, but Minnesota is looking really good. They're three and two now. Jazz are two and five. Thank you very much, unders. We love that about you. Thank you very much, Timberwolves overs that we're playing into. Look, continuing, they just keep on chipping away. Anthony Edwards has put together a hell of a week. So for those of you who took him in the second round, this is the kind of guy that you wanted. The 31 points is nice, the six assists, the steal, the eight rebounds. Look, you expect the free throws to be better, but the 13 from 19 from the field, getting his shot is exactly what you want. But me, Maddie, it was old Rudy Gobert versus new Rudy Gobert in Walker Kessler today, and old Rudy Gobert showed him how it was done. Yeah, look, I've... I've copped a lot of slack for saying that John Collins is better than Walker Kessler, but Walker Kessler's just not looking great at all at the no. moment. Um, no, he's really not. Rudy Gobert is probably old enough to be Walker Kessler's daddy, but he played like it today. Oh, he definitely did. Now, look, Walker Kessler, 22 minutes, they're concerning for a start. The four rebounds is also concerning. The three blocks, no problem in the world with that. Like, he is a per 36 block monster like your bloke Nick Richards. Like, absolutely incredible. But yeah, but I just didn't draft seems... Nick Richards in the fourth round. No. And I think I took him – I think I got Kessler in the fifth or sixth in one, or maybe in both. I'd have to look it up. But I've got him in a couple of leagues hoping for better things, and he's not getting that. Now, I'm going to – I'm whether – I still – like, the three blocks are very valuable. The two from three – valuable. This is what you get him for, but you want to see another six rebounds. You want to see another three shot attempts right now. Taylor Horton Tucker taking as many shots on this team as Lowry Markkinen is a hundred percent taking away from that. Like he's, there's not a lot of pick and roll options. He wants to pull up into the middle. I just don't know what's going on there. There was no, like Kelly Olenek, 18 minutes tonight. Okay. You had servant only got four. But they still only rock. They, they went small ball a little bit with Keontae George, which was good, but didn't really show much promise either. Yeah, they just moved Collins across to the five a little bit more to play their better guys more. Like, honestly, like yeah. Kessler got as many rebounds as Talon Horton Tucker today. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. He seems disengaged at times. Like, he knows he's admitted to his own struggles. Then. I guess we're going to see the proof in the pudding with this bloke because if you can roll out Nas Reed off the bench for 22 minutes, which is the exact same amount of minutes that Walker Kessler played today and go five from nine and three from five from three-point land, three from four from the free throw line, five rebounds and assists. Yeah, I'm going to be okay with that at the end of the day, but I want those blocks to stay there. I want the rebounds and I want the hunger from Kessler to continue. But yeah, Timberwolves today, mate, absolutely smoked them and then decided to really pound them home in the fourth with 31 to 18 in the last one, 123 to 95. And Eastern Conference rivals, Boston, have defeated Brooklyn. A bit of a depleted Brooklyn team today. Uh, ben mm-hmm. Simmons sat out. It's just the first of the back-to-backs. Don't be hitting panic stations or anything like this. Yeah. <clears throat> but this did give a bit of an opportunity for blokes like uh, Dinwiddie Dollars, Um Got 19, 6, and 6. Um, Cam Thomas went and got himself 27, which he's never seen a shot that he doesn't like. And McCall loves a shot. Got 19, yeah, taking 20 shots. Um, there wasn't a heap, I suppose, to talk about with Brooklyn, uh, but with the Celtics, um, Tatum scored 32. Um, Chris Puzingis went and got 22 as well. Um, they are very top-heavy and not very deep, are the Celtics. Yeah, but I like the five. And the th- big news from this one, Derek White, for personal reasons, was out for this game. Uh, look, they still didn't give a shit. They still just smoked them. For me, and on the tote right now, they are nine to one favorites to win the NBA Cup. I kind of like it because they're playing really well. Tatum's taken a leap. Again, I like him when he gets to the free throw line. The six from six was good today. I've just traded for him in a league because I, I wanted to be a Tatum owner this year. I've, I wanted to do a year where I've, and I don't like the Celtics, but this is, I'm, I feel like I'm like fucked in my own head right now because I don't like Boston, but I want to own Jason Tatum because I believe that leap was there for him this year in this team. And he's showing me that I would have liked some more assists or a steal or a block, some peripherals. Didn't get them, but the six threes, 
the 500 from the field and the six from six, but a great step up game from Jalen Brown in the absence of Derek White. Drew Holiday, just look, beating my expectations of him this year, but Pazingas is just doing, he's just settled in so well into this system, mate. Yeah, this is perfect for him. This is what you could have, this is what you wanted when he went to Dallas, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it really is. It, this is this is this would have been a championship contender Dallas team had KP played like this. There, he showed it to us in Washington last year. He's showing it again in Boston. They're reaping the benefits from it. Absolutely loving it, and I'm also loving DFS. Like he has just stepped up so well with Claxton and Cam Thomas being, um, sorry, Cam Johnson being out. He is doing a great job, 500 from the floor, four threes, eight rebounds and assists today. Look, he's been just a nice little streaming option, especially with Clacko out, but Clacko should be returning this week, Matty. Yeah, look, I'm excited to see Clacko come back. I, being an Aussie, obviously like seeing Ben Simmons playing good basketball as well. Which he's Um, been doing. He's almost been averaging a triple-double. Yeah. I never thought I'd see uh, Dorian Finney-Smith with a center next to his name, but anyway, when you're not that deep, what do you do, hey? I think on this ESPN sheet, they just don't want to do that for you. So they're just putting it down as PF, even though we really know that he's the center of this team. But Royce O'Neill today, classic Royce O'Neill game, like two from 13 from deep. He's, he thought he was Steph Curry today, Royce. He said, no, no, just, just get, let's get Royce all the shots that he can handle in his 37 minutes today. Let me attempt 13 three-pointers for the first team in my first time in my career. It didn't go well. Look, Mikhail Bridges is a buy low option. I just bought him. I feel low today in a trade. I'm a little. I'm dubious of Matty. You and I have seen it. It's in one of our insight leagues. I am scared at what I have done trading for Macal Bridges. But I used to be a Phoenix Macal Bridges owner years ago. I traded and got him back at the trade deadline last year. I just. I think I just need him in my life. Am I? Am I obsessed and insane? Yeah. I. Okay. Good. Don't good. really love getting him to be honest. Um, yep. But, look, his efficiency, what made him so great was his efficiency. He's not going to be allowed that luxury in Brooklyn. It won't come this year. Um, He's going to be really good. He's going to get some counting stats. But, yeah, he's going to be on their best defender, and he's going to be a good player, not a great one. I have a a bold prediction. That's why I made that trade today, Matty. I think Mikhail Bridges, when Nick Claxton is back and Cam Johnson is back, I think he will see – I, I am hoping for – I traded for the – if you can get him in a league now before Brooklyn is back to health, when Cam Thomas possibly goes back to the like the bench in that six-man absolute flamethrower role that he would probably be getting now this year, I think Mikhail Bridges is going to shine then. So I've invested in that being my theory, that Cam Thomas is still a really hot pick for you know six-man of the year. And that McCarr will improve from where he's been for the first six games of the net season. Am I again? Am I insane, or is, do you think that's a good possibility for us? Oh, look, I think that he can be better. I just don't think like there were some people that took him in like the second second round, yeah. the third round. Um, I just don't think he's there. I think he's maybe a thirties to fifties kind of player. Don't give yeah. up too much. Yeah, don't give up too much, but if you can get him back from a frustrated owner that really wanted that second round value for him and was thinking they were getting an absolute steal in the second round, that's where you sweep in and take it. But yeah, the Celtics rolling without a loss this season. They are at 5-0, and and the Nets splitting it down the middle, 50-50. Everyone's favorite love and rockets is in Brisbane here in Australia, but if you were in Houston, you love your Rockets and you love them getting a victory when they didn't take one in the series last year against the Kings. 107 to 89 today. Maddie, what do you take away from it? I really enjoy the 12 assists from Fred Van Vliet. I've really enjoyed Ooh, yeah. actually watching the young Rockets play. Like Shingoon's been yeah. good. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr. with a double double. Dylan Brooks is the most efficient three-point shooter in the. Mate, his best game of the season, and I almost dropped Walker Kessler yesterday to get Jabari Smith Jr., and I held on like the kitty in those posters one more time, and watching that, I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Oh, look, it's it's hard. I think maybe throughout the, the course of the year, I'm not seeing Jabari Smith Jr. being better than Walker Kessler. Um, I think Ooh. you've done the right thing. But... Thank you. Yeah, look. 
Yeah, I think I think you did the right thing on that one. But um, yeah, you'd be swooping in to get Dylan Brooks off the waiver wire because he's going to play nearly forty minutes a night. And yep. if the the thing has always been his efficiency, it hasn't been his motor, it hasn't been you know yep. the points that he scores or anything like that. Um, his efficiency's there at the moment, even a hundred percent from free throw today. Um, if he's on yep. your wire, pick him up. Yeah, absolutely. Look, he's he's a good shout. We love Dylan Brooks who's doing good things. He look, he seems committed to this team and they pay him a lot of money. This was a guy who people were saying he was going to be in China. It was never going to be the case. The redemption started for Dylan Brooks until he opens his mouth the wrong way at the World Cup for Canada. He got a lot of good favor and curry there. He's brought that back over. And the last couple of games, they're seeming to coalesce. Van Vliet is absolutely a weapon. Someone told me that he was wasn't worth a like a wasn't worth a piss the other day, and I'm like, you're a dickhead, and you don't know fantasy because he's inefficient now. But Fred Van Vliet traditionally does this every year. He is a slow starter. He comes good. The twelve assists are nice. The six rebounds are nice. Oh, and by the way, your point guard got two block shots. Fred Van Vliet is an elite point guard shot blocker, and anyone who tells you differently hasn't watched basketball for the past for yonks. Look, I don't think Fred's going to be efficient this year, but I think if you were sort of punting that field goal percentage, he's one of the best. Uh, Yeah. And look, he, look again, I think he's better than four from 14 from deep, maybe a cheeky six, maybe a couple of extras. He's, he's, he's going to get better than this. And that's the thing. He's going to get better than this. The guy is going to be better than 21 points, better than two blocks, better than six rebounds. You can't really get better than perfect from the free throw line, but you can get better than four from 14 and get better than seven from 22. And he will do that. Now, the Kings obviously struggling right now, just a little bit without De'Aaron Fox in their team. Davion Mitchell getting the start and filling in there. Um, Look, Malik Monk seems to be like the pickup as we thought because the seven assists are nice, the block shot is nice, and the 18 points, Maddie. Yeah, look, he's good. I really like Malik Monk. He's just always one of those mm. guys that's been there and thereabouts. Um, Kevin Werther obviously only played 15 minutes in this one, so he got the bump. Yeah, absolutely. And look, this is the team. Like, the thing is this you have these games where Harrison Barnes is out there for 32 minutes and isn't that great? Keegan Murray is a little bit of a seesaw. Just watch what happens in this team with Keegan Murray. If he's on your waiver wire and he starts to perform well, look at the shot distribution there. He took the most shots in that starting unit today. Malik Monk came on, took the most in the team. But it kind of become, it falls to Keegan to get a lot of those threes open, especially on the drives. De'Aaron Fox is such a – Maddie, isn't he just a, just a weapon getting inside? Like De'Aaron Fox just commits himself to, to driving into the – to drive into the cup. Yeah, he's this sort of aggressive point guard that I actually enjoy watching. Um, yeah. I think obviously the Kings really missed him today. So, Yeah, they really did. And he'll be out probably for another few games, maybe for the rest of this week. But look, Keegan Murray is better around the space that De'Aaron Fox provides. But the Rockets getting the win, 107 to 89 over a, unfortunately, missing De'Aaron Fox Sacramento Kings. Your reigning NBA champions are now six and one. The over looking better and better by the day, 123 to the shithouse. I mean, the Chicago Bulls, 101, Matty. Yeah, look, Chicago were ordinary. Um, look, Denver were great. Uh, Denver did what we'd expect the reigning champions to do uh, to a team that is probably just oh, – I suppose Chicago never wanted to take water because they're such a really – big market like even here in australia we see so many people wearing chicago bulls hats and everything like that yeah but they need to it's a 30-year hangover with the chicago bulls i'm just going to call it how i see it like it's a 30-year hangover from the michael jordan era chicago bulls i mean they had some run with the derrick rosiers don't get me wrong they they were they they took how did they get there through being shit and getting a number one pick Exactly. I think this team needs to make it a fucking decision. Like they just need to ante up and be like, all right, we're going to get rid of Vooch. Well, they're not going to get rid of Vooch. They just paid him a shitload. That's a hard contract to move. But they're going to get rid of DeRozan. That's expiring. They get rid of Levine, possibly. Like this is a team that probably does need to blow it up 
to do something because they look woeful. They look disengaged. Two and five to start the season. Like, they're not very good at all. And they're just treading water. The bright light for me could be Kobe White. Now, I'm going to say that I, I know that I feel like an idiot saying it, but I don't disagree with myself when I think about it. Kobe White is in this team. His efficiency improves on a team that needs shot makers like DeRozan and, and, and Levine. You're going to struggle to find a point guard in the NBA on your waiver wire or in your league that gets 30 minutes a night, Matty. Yeah. Like the opportunities there. Just, yep. yeah. Look, at least he got five assists today. I don't know. There's It's hard to gauge anybody yeah. today. And the opportunities yeah. there with these 30 minutes, Chicago were just dismal. And they're always dismal. And so this is where I'm thinking if some moves happen. And look, Kobe White had an outstanding preseason. And Matty Malley, who I do the Tuesday show with, good mate of yours, he had him as one of his favorite preseason players. So where's this guy now? Well, they're playing real basketball and the system has shifted a little bit. And look, I just, 11 points, the block and the two steals are amazing. The five assists, the two rebounds, great. Perfect from the free throw line. The efficiency, there is a pathway for him. And if he's around on your waiver wires and you can sniff that he's strung together a couple of good games, this is a guy who historically gets better as the season progresses and finishes stronger than what he starts. Yeah. Look, I haven't seen too much from Kobe White that I've loved over the years, but to be completely honest, this is the year that I've seen his opportunity be there at its peak. Um, any guy on your waiver wire playing 30 minutes a notch is probably an ad, isn't it? Yeah. The big news today, though, from the Nuggets was Jamal Murray left. This is the thing. They also lost to a team with Jamal Murray that left after 10 minutes of the game with an injury. We'll cover that in the chase down show because we're doing things. But Jesus. I think they were always going to lose. But um, yes. look, um, Jokic was an absolute beast. Jamal Murray's injured. That was a hamstring as well, which is the biggest alarm bell for me with Jamal Murray. But I could just watch Jokic all day long. 28 points, 16 rebounds, nine assists, plus three steals. Isn't he a jet? Plus plus 33. (laughs) It's just fucking nuts. You look at the plus minus for this team. It's dumb. Like Porter Jr. plus 30. I just look at the aggregate on this and I'm like 16 rebounds, nine assists, perfect from the line for Jokic, which is great for him to get the nine from nine. Porter Jr. though, this is the Porter Jr. that I wanted to see. I've got him in a couple of leagues because I wanted him to have these performances where he's efficient from the three-point line, 500, love it. The rebounds, nice, but the steal on the two blocks are absolutely like amazing. Very interested to see the update on the Jamal Murray uh, minutes and what's happening with Jamal, especially with that hamstring injury. Because as you said, Maddie, we are just like we, we we come to a hamstring, and these things can take a lot of time to uh, to heal up. Yeah. Oh, look, not just a lot of time. A lot of time for Jamal Murray. Like, that's where his yep. injury history has been before. So Let's get on to the week ahead. Maddie. let's just talk about, I guess, should we, should we start with the injury news and the updates and the things that are it. going on? Let's get on to a bit of an injury update. That's new. I did that last week while you were away. Do you like that? I like it. I like it. I'm a big fan. There you go. There we go. Look, injury news uh, around the league right now. Derek White missed uh, Saturday's game against the Nets due to personal reasons, but he's expected to be back this week. I guess affecting the Brooklyn Nets with all this uh, business with Claxton and Cam Johnson being out, Cam Thomas seems to be. But, mate, what happened in Charlotte today? Um, Yeah, Terry Rozier just left towards the end of the game uh, with a bit of a groin strain. Look, I'm hoping it's not too much. I have had a bit of a look around. It just seems to be day-to-day. No news has sort of come out of Charlotte yet, so... Hopefully it's just something minor, but we'll probably find out the next 24 hours. So, Yeah, and look, coming out of the Denver game today against the Chicago Bulls was Jamal Murray. Look, he left that with a hamstring injury and did not return. That is alarming for Jamal Murray owners because Jamal Murray, Matty, look, he's got a bit of a history with hamstring injuries, so we might not see him rush back into the defending championship team. Look, it's hard to gauge exactly how long, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a week or so, even though it was probably relatively minor. Just 
Let's just wait for some more news. But I think that he'll probably be day-to-day, maybe for a week. Um, maybe yeah. just have a bit of a contingency plan and have a look at some of the uh, the waiver wire pickups. So. Yeah, and the number one waiver wire pickup in that situation with them is most likely Reggie Jackson, who got 25 minutes in today's game. He seems to be the go-to stopgap there in Denver. So if you need someone and there's another reliable point guard option on around, look, Getting starting point guards to getting 25 to 30 minutes a night, not easy on your wire. So Reggie Jackson could be a look. Let's just see how that shakes out. Uh, Look, the Lakers didn't look good today against the Magic. And still out this week, we've got Rui Hachimura in concussion and Vanderbilt yet to play this season. Yeah, it's interesting there because the bump goes to a few of the other guys, but... I didn't think that Torian Prince and Rui Hachimura and I suppose even Jared Vanderbilt would make too much of a difference to the Lakers. But um, look, they're out at the moment. Um, it's next man up situation and the Lakers aren't looking great. So. No, they're not, look, they're, they're, not look, they're not looking bad. They're not looking great. D'Lo's had some highlights. We'll get to D'Lo later. Uh, Reeves has been up and down. He's a little bit of a seesaw, kind of a bounce back game. But this is a bigger team built to like – just be physical. Like they're built to be a big and physical team, and three of those big physical guys who they depend on aren't there right now. So that's letting them off yep. the hook a little bit. Look, I think you might be excited by this one. Santa, Santa Claus Aldama is back possibly for the Grizzlies, the much-needed Santi Aldama. It all depends on him, mate. Look, we've had five of our ten starters from last year. Um, <laughs> maybe not from last year, out. Uh, five of our ten rotation guys out. Uh, it'll just be good to get a bit of consistency uh, in Memphis. I went and added him in a league because he was doubtful for the last game. Um, it looks like he's getting closer to returning. Um, he could actually be a massive piece for Memphis because it'll move some pieces around. Uh, they played a little bit better with X coming off the bench last week against – oh, yesterday against Portland – Look, I'd be adding Sandy Aldama. There you go. Look, coming back in, we've got Caleb Martin coming back in. Shea Gilgis Alexander missed some time on Friday. A little bit of a pickup there would be Cason Wallace, who got the start. But there's big news in Orlando, just with their bit of a shakeup today. You saw it with their win over the Lakers. Anthony Black got the start. Now, Gary Harris missed that game with a groin strain. Groins, if you've ever done one, they're not an easy comeback. Like, you're better to be eased into that. And Fultz has missed the last couple of games as well with swelling uh, in here. I think it's his it's his knee that's swollen right now. Yeah. And Carter Jr., who was having his best game of the season in the last minute, fractured his finger and is going to be reevaluated in three weeks, which means he'll probably be back in a month. Yeah, look, I who's your pickups there? Like realistically, with Wendell Carter okay. Jr. out. Yeah, it's got to be Goga. Like, I didn't think I'd be saying that coming into the game. It's got to hey, be Goga. Um, yeah. Um, Orlando, it's been hard to find some silver lining because everybody was having a go at everybody, just having dart throws during the draft to see where they've got. But, yeah, finally there's a bit of opportunity for some guys and to look at some guys from Orlando. Yeah, absolutely right there. We've also got uh, coming in, we've got Phoenix. We've got Devin Booker to miss Saturday's game. He just missed that with uh, the six with the ankle injury. Beal hasn't played. Grayson Allen and Eric Gordon show continues, mate. Yeah, look, uh, Eric Gordon's always been good in spot minutes. Um, I think that he's an ad. A hundred percent. Going down through the way, other big news right there is Scoot Henderson. Uh, he's going to miss Sunday's game with the Grizzlies with an ankle sprain. Yeah, San Antonio has been hit the first major thing for them this season. The first hiccup in the Wemby Victory Cup is Devin Vassell has a groin injury and Pop said he's expecting him to miss some time. Pop's a straight shooter. Yeah, look, he'll he'll let us know what's going on with Vassell. Um, look, Keldon Johnson stocks, just raise the roof. Let's do it. You love Keldon Johnson. Yeah, yeah, he's he's huge. It's good. Um, but, look, <laughs> I actually took Devin Vassell late as well in some drafts. So, um, yeah. yeah, look, he might nearly be a drop for me. So, Yeah, look, I I've, I've, look, I will happy if there's a league that he's in 
that we're in, I'm open to Vassell. I very much like that. I'm on the I'm on the two two Vassell train, 100. percent I'm I'm all yeah. for it. I think he's having a spectacular year, and I love the role that he has in San Antonio. Um, I guess finishing up the week strong. Corey Kispert missed the game, but we want to talk about finishing the week strong and look at the week ahead. So, I guess the other big thing is this one, Matty. Obviously, the James Harden trade went down while you were away. He is looking to make his debut this week. What do you think is the fallout for the Los Angeles Clippers in the time ahead? Look, I think that Russ's stocks go down. I think that Harden will still get a lot of assists. Maybe not seeing as many points as he has in the past. Um, mm. Maybe maybe sort of in and around that 20. Don't expect it to go to that sort of 25. But yeah, I still think I still expect nine or ten assists a game from Hum. Yeah, hundred percent. He look, he'll be a distributor, and he has, for all intents and purposes, since OKC, the absolute best whole team around him. There, I mean, like he had Joel Embiid, Houses Harris is a Brook great bloke to have around on your team. Max, you can share some time with, but there is a depth of talent in the Clippers that he could really get those previews from. Sorry, those assists from. I said previews because I'm excited for it, Maddie. We're going to talk about. Not just a game preview, but the preview for the week ahead. He's heating up. Indeed, heating up this week. Now, look, if you want to finish your week strong, if you want to finish Sunday as you get this and then move into your Monday, you're looking at the Mavericks, the Pistons, the Warriors, and the Spurs, Matty. They are the guys who finish a game on Sunday, today, the last day as you get this. But they also have a game tomorrow, so you can start off the week strong. Yeah, look, and good guys to add. Like, I think that you could have a look at, you know, your people like Grant Williams, your Derek Livelys, your Moody's, your Stuart, Ivy, Burks. Uh, oh, Burks is probably out, actually, to be honest. Um, yeah. But Kaminga or or your Trey Jones. I've seen Trey Jones dropped a little bit. Yeah, you could, you yeah. could look to add these guys and, um, yeah, finish the week strong and lead into the next week. Yeah, especially if you're looking for assists to finish your week off to get over that, like, to just get over that line. Look. Trey Jones, an excellent ad, also sets you up well. And then you can drop them off, though. We're going to look at the games now for who has four games, three and two this week. It's a bit of a look, it's a bit of a discombobulate week in the NBA. Maddie, welcome to review hell this last week because there are games, the NBA is yet to get consistency for the games played per day. We are looking at Monday, 12 NBA games. No NBA is played. There's a day off on Tuesday, 14 games on Wednesday. Thursday is two, Friday is nine, Saturday is four, and Sunday is 11 games. Who's got the four game weeks in this schedule, Matty? Oh, you've got Boston, you've got Brooklyn, you've got Dallas, you've got Detroit, you've got Golden State Warriors, Houston, Indy, the Clippers, the Lakers, Miami, Milwaukee. It's a mouthful. There's heaps of them. Uh, You've got you've got the Timberwolves. I nearly said the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, you've got the Pels, <laughs> you've got the Thunder, you've got Philly, the Spurs, and Washington all playing four games. So yeah, and like this a smorgasbord yeah. of guys to add. <laughs> there is. And now of all of these guys, you're thinking, oh, God, I've got to get one of these guys. I've got to get someone from Detroit or Dallas or the Lakers. Like, yeah, fair enough. But just in fact by this way, The Sixers have the most favorable schedule playing the Wizards, the Celtics, the Pistons, and the Pacers this week. So of all their fours in the gangs, the team that probably has the most favorable one will be the Sixers. So streaming in Tsunami Papi, Kelly Oubre Jr., this is going to make Jake Skidmore very happy when he hears this, is a must, especially in points leagues, because that's what he does. Points. So if you need points, Tsunami Papi is probably a must-add guy this week to stream. Can I disagree with you on something? Yes, you can. You you said he's a stream. I'm not convinced yep. he's a stream. He could be a season long. I'm not convinced he's a stream. I know. Look, I agree with that. But if you need that this week, look, keep him. But again, this is the, the thing with Kelly Oubre, get him. This is the but perfect keep. way to get him. Yeah. But keep him. But then again, this is the thing with him. Points are generally speaking one of the easier things to get off your waiver wire. Now, the peripheral stats haven't. There's been some but they haven't always been there with him. The second that he starts to chip in like four rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a blocker game, oh, you just ride that pony all season long. In fact, I feel like you have you have to ride it so hard you get one of these ones for it. 
you just flog that dead horse for as long as you can, Maddie. But yeah, no, you look, you bring him in. He's a must. Look, I think he's a must add guy in 12 team leagues right now. Look, 14 team leagues, there is no way, shape, or form in a 14 teamer that Kelly Ubre should be on your waiver wire. No, I think that he will be added. And I think that he's a guy that if he goes on a good run, he could be a throw in on a trade to get you a favorable deal as well. So. Yeah, that's a really nice shout because you want to bring him into his lineup. You want to get him in there as that, again, the way to pick up, but then use him with someone else to monopolize someone who needs points or who would be looking for that in your team and get onto that and make a return out on Kelly Oubre Jr. So look, this week on the three games, there's Atlanta, Charlotte, Chicago, Denver, Memphis, the Knicks, the Magic, the Suns, the Kings, and Utah, but only two game weeks who will hurt you a little bit is Cleveland, Portland, and Toronto, which is a shame for all of us Donovan Mitchell owners out there in the world. And Scotty Barnes owners. Yeah, Scotty Barnes, Dennis Schroeder, all the uh, all the all-stars over there in Toronto. Um, oh, but, mate. But yeah, stay away from Cleveland, Portland, and Toronto if you're having a look at the... Um, if you're having a look at it, it all evens out in the end. So you're going to have some good weeks. You're going to have some bad weeks. But yeah, when it comes to waiver wire pickup, stay away from Cleveland, Portland, and Toronto. Again, looking at this one, there are no games on Tuesday, but there's Thursday and Saturday. The Hawks, the Magic, and the Bucks play on both days. So again, the low volume get days. So the low volume days are Thursday and Saturday. There's two games on Thursday, four games on Saturday. So you get one day off where pretty much 18 teams in the NBA play, which means most of your roster spots are going to be filled up. So who can you use on Thursday? And who can you use on sorry Thursday and Saturday to fill up those other ones? Well, that's going to be the Hawks, the Bucks, and the Magic. They play on both days. Maddie, who comes to your mind in the ether that could be really beneficial for you on Thursday, hold for Friday, use them on Saturday, drop them into Sunday? Look, for me, Atlanta's really interesting the way that you can get in, you know, your bogeys and your Sadiq Bays. Uh, they're guys that have been in it. Your Jalen Johnson, if he's on your waiver, like Sadiq Bay in one of my leagues up until a week ago, Sadiq Bay was rostered, Jalen Johnson wasn't. So, you know, just double check, just type it in, just double check. Double check. <clears throat> but yeah, you could have a you could have a look at some barks. You could have a look. Goga Badata and Mo Wagner should probably be added anyway. Uh, but your Suggs, your Anthony, all those guys that are in those job share roles, when you think about them playing games that they're not playing their 20 minutes is going to be worth 40 in the upcoming week. So your Suggs, your yeah. Anthony's, your Goga, your Mo Wagner, um, even Anthony yeah. Black if Fultz is out. So. Again, and look, I want to actually give you a shout-out. You were one of the first guys on this bloke at the beginning of the season. He's made his way to be the starting shooting guard of the Milwaukee Bucks. He's had a couple of okay games. If he can string it together, especially when Dame's not hot or when Dame is hot to be off the ball a little bit, Malik Beasley. He has some value right there in that team. Jay Crowder as well, Pat Connaughton as your butt, especially to maximize, because look, there's not a lot going on. And people in your, if your league is active, they're going to be clamoring for a pickup. They're going to be like, oh, oh, Jesus, there's only two games on. What the fuck am I doing? And they're going to drop a guy and pick in a guy. These are the dudes that they're going to look at to maximize, especially in a competitive league that you're going to be looking at. The Wednesday, Thursday, back-to-back games on that one, if you want to maximize. But again, there's 14 games. There's no, like, there's 28 teams playing. Your roster, if you look at your roster for Wednesday right now, you're going to have to make some tough decisions, Maddie, about who you bench and who you start. Yeah, it's going to be hard, but I'm just going to go on form with my guys and uh, and just roll the dice, I think. Yeah, go into recent form. I also look at strength of opponent. Like, so if you're coming up against the Wizards or the Jazz, you're probably going to give those teams a bump unless they're going up against the Denver Nuggets or one of these teams that are just trucking along like the Celtics right now. So look for the strength of the opponent and actually put that into your thinking for those games, especially on Wednesday and Sunday this week and also to start your week on Monday, which is where that whole like Sunday into Monday position becomes tricky. Like, do you want to maximize that for the last game of the week? And then look, it's a free burn, basically, if you need that position on Monday. Otherwise, it's not much. 
There's only a, one thing. A little though. bit of a little bit of advice, a little bit on that. Yeah. Is make sure you have a look. You said strength of matchup for the NBA teams, yeah. which is great. But have a look at who you're playing against. And maybe your struggle, maybe you need 30 rebounds. So you can play yeah. a couple guys to get your rebounds. Yes, maybe it might cost you some points by sitting somebody who is probably gonna score more points than that. But make sure that you match it up because a lot of the other guys do just go the best available just play their best guys and often it works out but you can be really smart about playing a goga badata over somebody that goes and you know gets you some steals when you're already up 10 steals just play and win your comp by uh by being a bit smart about it and have a look at who you're playing a hundred percent and look that's what you want to be smart when bringing these teams the wednesday thursday back to back of the paces and the bucks the friday saturday is the only the celtics the Saturday-Sunday back-to-back with the full game on that week Saturday is the Heat and the Warriors. And the Sunday, rolling into the Monday, you have the Bulls, the Knicks, and the Wizards. Maddie, this is something we're starting up this week, and I'm very excited by it. It's one of our big things. I guess it's time. Do we do this as news? Do we have a cool sound? Look, how's this? I've got something for you. How about this? You haven't heard this one yet. I've got it. This is perfect. Pull over by this hot guy and let me out. Hoo-wee. We're going to put together a list of five guys each week, talk about why we like them. It's our fave fives of the week. This is going to be a lot of fun. Maddie, talk us through your favorite five guys of the first full week of fantasy. Oh, look, I've enjoyed watching Dennis Schroeder. Um, four of his five games, he's actually had 10 assists. Um, yeah. You know, took him with the last pick in some 12 teams. Um Averaging 15.7 points, nearly three rebounds, 9.3 assists, uh, chipping in a little bit. Hasn't been too bad with the um, with the threes and the field goal percentage as well. But Dennis Schroeder's just been a guy that I've enjoyed watching. You might love um, that for you. And also, Collins, the redemption tour, as you say, it's on. Look, I've... I've been talking up Collins for a while. I call it clickbait, call it whatever you want. I was calling out Walker Kessler a little bit, uh, but Collins has had four games over 10 rebounds and has scored in double digits every game. I'd love to see his blocks go up a little bit, but that's really hard with Kessler there. Uh, That's probably where John Collins has sort of taken a step back, but he's getting 30 minutes a night. He scored 15 points. He's getting nine rebounds. Um, He doesn't get assists. He gets the odd steal. Classically, he's been a good blocker and it hasn't been there. So if he yep. can ramp that up, um, yeah, you can see probably, I suppose, a top 70, top 80 finish for Johnny Collins. So. Yeah, it's still good. Like the, the tour continues. And D'Lo, oh, making that trade value very worthwhile for the Lakers. Yeah, look, I've been talking a bit of smack about D'Lo um, only because there's been a lot of chats in Insight uh, between you, Skinny, and myself about D'Lo and Austin Reeves. But D'Lo's been yeah. really good. Um, didn't have his best game today, uh, but 18 yeah. points, 6.5 assists, three rebounds in a guy that we were getting outside of the top 100. He's always sort of floated in it around that 70. He sort of peaked at a top 40 guy. <laughs> Don't expect him to, you know, be a top 30 guy or anything if you're trading for him, but he could be a really good sell high at the moment. So, Yeah, absolutely. You're other two. I love these two picks. Talk, talk us through those two blokes. So um, Scotty Barnes, I just want to lead with the blocks are unsustainable at the moment. He's averaging mm-hmm. two blocks 100%. a game, um, but his assists have come up um, to get six assists per game. He's been in the last week, he's got 10 rebounds per game, uh, 22 points per game. Look, cop the turnovers and just enjoy the excellence that is Scotty Barnes at the moment. He's the backup point guard. He's the starting small forward. He's just Toronto Raptors at the moment. Yeah. You're loving the raps. You're loving the raps and you're loving you. I will ask who's your fifth guy. Cause you put me on that list of filling in for you last week, but then, <laughs> And then PJ Washington got it. Look, PJ Washington got it because you're in 0% of leagues and PJ Washington's owned in 70% of leagues. But I love the fact that he's been getting 34 minutes a night at the moment. Um, We we had a bit of a chat in, in the episode that'll come out before this in the fact that if somebody's on your waiver wire and they're getting 30 minutes a night, the opportunity is always going to be there. He's playing 34 yeah. minutes a night. 
in 30% of leagues, he's sitting on your waiver wire. He's still been yep. getting 17 points per game, six rebounds, chips in with some assists, chips in with some blocks. He's just been a really good complimentary piece in Charlotte. I don't know where he goes once Miles Bridges comes back, but for now, PJ Washington's getting that bump. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, he has been very good for them. And he was, a, like, there was all the contract stuff with him at the beginning at the beginning of the year. We didn't know what was going on. And he's showing why he should have been paid. And this is a contract year for him. So he's going to prove his worth while he's out there to make the absolute most out of it. I guess that brings us to my five. And I'm really happy with these blokes. I've kind of mixed mine up for, like, guys who I love this season beforehand, guys who I'm just impressing me, number one, with a bullet is Donovan Mitchell. I'm just going to bring up his stats because I'm a proud Donovan Mitchell owner in a couple of leagues, and it's just a good time to be alive. It's just a really, really good time to be alive. He is Maybe over not 500 this week from, with only two two games this week. Don't even rub outside it in. of that. Don't rub, don't rub it in. Look, he's over 500 from the field. 875 from the line. 3.63, 32 points a game. 5.4 rebounds. 5.4 assists. The 2.4 steals are amazing, probably not sustainable. That'll crash back down. And only on three turnovers, he is playing an absolute hell of a role. And I love that for him. Like, there's nothing but good things to be said about how Donovan Mitchell is playing right now. And I love that for him. My next bloke is Tobias Harris, who is just one of the biggest beneficiaries of Harden not being there. But he's also just been dependable. At 20 points a game, 1.4 steals, a couple of assists, a couple of rebounds on excellent efficiency. He is proving his worth in that system in Philadelphia and impressing me. The next bloke up is Wemby. I don't own him. I didn't own him in any leagues. I thought about flirting with it in second round value. I was like, no, I'm not going to take him. I wanted to take him in one league this year just to have the thrill of owning him, but I didn't because someone would beat me to him or he would like, he'd be like the 13th pick on a 12-team league or the 15th pick. I think you got him in one of our leagues. I think you in got a, him in your, in your friends and family league, yeah. In my friends and family league at like pick bloody like 14, I think you took him. What about taking him in 23? Did you take him at the end? No, no, you didn't take him at the end. You were at the back end of that turn. You were like oh, pick bloody early? 10 or there something. Yeah, yeah, you took him early because like it was pick like you would pick 10 or 12 or something on that one, I swear. And then like it sank back around. But what a time to be a Wimbanyama owner. It's just good for the NBA. And just he's I think there's guys performing better than him, but just the excitement and the focus that he's getting and people talking about basketball is just fantastic. And I really love that from him. And and so yeah, he absolutely gets me. I guess I've got two guys from one team. I put a waiver. I'm gonna skip Jalen for a second. I've got Tsunami Papi. I've got the bloke in there, Kelly Oubre Jr., because I've just loved what he has been doing. I, I love what he has been doing. He's filling in really well there. He was a late ad, late in the game. He's returning value. He's a great ad, as you said earlier, in another trade to someone else chasing points. He's playing really, really well there. But one of my guys who I'm just absolutely loving, and I picked up in a couple of leagues off the waiver wire, because I had Sadiq Bay on draft day, and then and then it started to shift in Atlanta. He's on 14 and a half points. He's on a steal a game, two assists, eight rebounds. He's making a three in 30 minutes a night. The future is bright for someone who we all had as a sleeper. And I know that we talked about Brainer, but Jalen Johnson, this guy has been absolutely firing away and definitely the definition of. And one of the early season waiver wire pickups uh, after draft day. A really, a very, very nice pick indeed, Maddie. Yeah, I just think the fact that he's got that bump to starter just shows a bit of confidence in Jalen. Um, I'm excited to see where he goes with the year ahead. I'm not sure if what we saw in the last game we'll see every game, but the opportunity is going to be there. So, Absolutely, mate. I think it's absolutely huge. And before we leave tonight, we're going to give you some – we're giving you our hot guys, the guys we love. We'll fire it off with one more time to give you a last-minute look at this. Computes acquired. Maddie, just read us through again our waiver wire guys this week who we mentioned earlier on with the four-game week and the Thursday, Friday, uh, sorry, the Thursday and Saturday back-to-back. Who are some of the stream guys you're keeping your eye out this week? So um, a couple of the guys that I actually wanted to bring up were guys to win your week this week for starters. Like Nick Richards is playing tomorrow. I found myself three blocks down. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to take a punt at Nick Richards and try and win this week. 
Um, for the week ahead, I know he's only playing three games as well. Is Maybe it's just time to add Sandy Aldama in your team. The Grizzlies are struggling. He'll be a welcome addition. He is a steady, medium guy that you can just get in the week ahead. And if you're losing your week in steals just by a couple, DeLon Wright's been getting 1.6 steals in just 17 minutes. I think, like, everybody talks about getting rebounds and assists and points, and those ones I find kind of obvious. But getting in some guys that can get some blocks, getting in some guys that can get some steals in even limited minutes. Like, DeLon Wright is very deep. It's He's about 20 or 30 guys deep on, on your waiver wire in 12-man at the moment. But if you need to get a couple steals, that's where I'd be putting my money. Yeah, 100%. And another guy I always want to bring to the table right now, because he's look, he's getting some burn, but not all of the burn of some of his more famed people. Dylan Brooks is available in a lot of leagues. And Dylan Brooks has been yep. playing well enough. He's definitely worth an ad right now. Like he's The redemption tour for Dylan Brooks is in full swing. In fact, he's only rostered in 53% of Yahoo leagues and started in 34%. So people are using him. Go, go, Badadze. He got the start today. 6% of Yahoo leagues. Other guys who are playing well right now off the bench with roles this week in games, you want to look at Grant Williams, who was owned in 40% of leagues. Even blokes like Dario Saric. He's been playing very, very well. In fact, Dario Saric has been getting points. He's been getting rebounds. He seems to be an integral part. He fits the Warrior system so well. Super Dario is back. And he's a bit of a deep cut for me in this week with the Warriors. But yeah, I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing out of Dario Saric right now, and he's only rostered in 17% of Yahoo leagues. Uh, you've tipped on a couple of my guys. I love Nick Richards. I think Claxton this week hurts the value of DFS when he finally comes back. But look, Kelly Oubre is now going up to 70% ownership, so that window is well and truly closed. But with the Kyrie situation, and I'm not sure what's going on with Kyrie Irving, I'm just keeping my eyes on Josh Green. He is putting together a very good run whenever Kyrie is out. If for any reason you find out that Kyrie is down for this week, Josh Green on that day becomes a must-add for me. Like it. Love it even. You love it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I think he's doing really well. And, mate, I guess that's it. This has been the crossover. We've done it. We've got one back in the can, brother. Yeah, we've got one back in the can. Um Obviously, I won't be on holidays every week, so uh, we'll be banging these out every every Sunday. And, uh, yeah, keen to have a beer with you before the week starts. Absolutely, mate. Take care, everyone. Make sure you like and subscribe all things Inside Fantasy Sports at Inside F Sports right here. Like and subscribe. Leave comments. We've got a big mailbag show coming up very soon. I'm Matty G at NBA G Wiz. This is my guy at SC Metrics. We'll catch you soon. Cheerio.